right, we recording here. Let me five, four, three, two, one. We're about to go live. Deliverance Prayer Ministry Podcast, where you will learn strategic spiritual warfare and aggressive prayer. If you have questions or comments, call us at 484-218-1683 or email us at fhdprayerministry at gmail.com. Let's get started with the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the foundation. Welcome, welcome, people of God, truly the Lord is good. Welcome, people of God, truly the Lord is good and he is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. And so, Jesus, we lift you up tonight and we decree that you are the highest power. Jesus, we lift you up tonight and we decree that you are the highest power. Jesus, we lift you up tonight and we decree that you are the highest power. And for this, we bless you. And for this, we praise you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for life. We thank you for health. We thank you for strength. We thank you for the ability to move, think, and communicate. 
And there is no other experience in life without having you by our sides to experience life. And for this, we bless you. Father, we take authority over any and all airwaves, any and all satanic agendas, whatever that witchcraft pot is. Father, we ask that your divine angels be released to break these witchcraft pots into pieces. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that tonight we're going to deal with a very, very major subject that whomever has experienced abortions, Father, we know that you forgive them. But what many don't understand is that the spirit of abortion still remains. So, Father, we ask that you move on tonight. We ask that you bless on tonight. We ask that you heal on tonight. And it is so in the name of Jesus. Wow, people of God, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, you certainly in for a treat. I have with us, I'm your host, first and foremost, Prophet Paul McGill. I have um, our guest, uh, an amazing woman of God. Her name is um, Apostle Sarah Ash. Apostle Sarah Ash Ministries. And what I notice about this woman of God is that the Lord has given her a very, very unique ministry um, and a, not just an, a unique anointing, but a unique ministry. And she has a burden for the kids. She has a supernatural burden for the kids. This means that, you know, she lives, she breathes, advocating abortion, whether it's physically or spiritually. And that's what I know about it. So tonight we're going to deal with some subjects that are kind of overlooked. You know, people have gotten abortions and it was painful. And the man, he's also responsible. So if there's a brother out there, you listening and you're responsible um, for having that young lady get an abortion, then you're just as guilty as she is. You know, but the Lord, he forgives. But tonight, we're going to deal with the spirit of abortion. So without further ado, um, Apostle Ash, you have as much time um, as you like. There is no format. Uh, the format is the Holy Spirit. So at this time, blessed woman of God, we're so honored to have you with us on tonight. Um, this portion of the service is now into your hands. It's now in your hands. Well, praise God. Oh, Father. Father, I, I, I just thank you for another opportunity to be a witness and a light unto your people. Father, I just thank you for this extension of opportunity through your servant, Prophet Paul McGill. I thank you, Lord, that I know that you're in charge tonight. I, I, I know that you have heard our prayers. I know that you have opened up the doors and you've allowed us to come in for us to be just a vessel to be used only by you only that you can get the glory. Father, I thank you for this opportunity, and I ask that you move Sarah out the way. Not, not, none of me and all of you are on tonight, 
Father God, we ask that those that are listening, those that will be listening later because it's being recorded, Father, we ask that you just touch the hearts of your women. Touch the hearts of the women and the men, but mainly the women. Because, Father, we understand and we realize that the root of all of this, it starts and it ends with the woman. So, Father, I just thank you right now, and I just ask you, God, that get your glory, let no flesh glory in thy sight uh, tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God to everybody that's out there. Praise God. Our subject on tonight is overthrowing Roe v. Wade. Now, we may have to deal with a few other things. Uh, I just want to go to these two scriptures, Psalms 106, 37, I'm sorry, 38, and Proverbs 6, 16 and 17. And before I go there, I just thank God so much for you, um, Prophet McGill. I thank God. It seemed like God just put us together so quick and fast. It was just awesome. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I feel like I'm, about a half an hour ago, I was telling him, about a half an hour ago, everything in my spirit just shifted. And I'm like, oh, okay. So some of the things that maybe I might have had planned, it just, it's just going to go another little way. But either way, we're going to talk about overthrowing, overturning Roe v. Wade. And even though it's been in um, operation for, um, I think it's 100 years, I think last year was the 100-year anniversary. No, it's the 100-year anniversary for um, Planned Parenthood. Okay, Roe v. Wade been in law, I think, ever since 1990, is it 1971? I got a year on my notes somewhere. I think it's around 1971. But let's go to these scriptures right here. Um, Psalms, let's go to Proverbs first. Six chapters, 16, 17 verse. These six things that the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. Praise God. And then we're going to go to Psalms 106 and 38. We're going to be 38, 39, and maybe we're just going to go further down. It says, and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols, of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. It says, thus were they defiled with their own works and went a-whoring with, the, with their own inventions. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance, and he gave them into the hands of the heathen, and they that hated them ruled over them. Praise God. This is where we're at right now. And what I've seen with some of the women, I've seen that someone was scared. And, and some, um, you know, they have great, they have great careers. Women that are childbearing, my heart goes out to you. And even though I know I'm here to minister the word and talk about overturning Roe v. Wade, but what God did within this last half an hour, 
And I almost started crying because my heart went out to the women. The women that's aborting these babies and some of their reasons, you know, some of them have careers. They, they had their career stop. Some of them, you know, they're angry that they were pregnant. Some of them, you know, they were like, they can't afford. And actually, the ones that are saying that they can't afford to have a baby now, that is, in, in the statistics, that is the main, that is the biggest reason why most of the abortions are happening. They can't afford it. But what I want to say to the women, and my heart is crying out to the women, because it's the women that ultimately has to make this decision. But there are, there, there are, there are strategies from the enemy that, that lurks in the air. And I want to deal with some of those strategies so that we can have a, a fighting chance to overturn this Roe v. Wade. Let me go to, um, I'd like to go talk about um, Jane Roe. They called her Jane Roe. In the file, they called her Jane Roe. But her name was, her name was Norma. Her name was Norma um, Mc, I think it was Norma McCreek. I'll find it here in just a minute. But they named her um, um, Jane Rowe, and she went against Wade. She went against the state of Texas. And in that, what happened is that she won. Now, I posted, I just recently posted this right on my timeline. It's Farrah Ash, my Facebook timeline, Farrah Ash, F-A-R-A-H-A-S-H-E. And you can go there because my, 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 my Facebook is open and public. But I put the information about the history of Jane Roe, Roe v. Wade. I put other information up there so, you, so everybody can go back and they can kind of see. that Her name was Norma McCorvey. And it was in 1971. And it was a lawsuit. And she won the lawsuit. But I, I, when, I, when I read about her... Um, when I read about her and what she did later, later, Jane Rowe had a change of heart. And she started a pro-life. She changed her heart. And even in 2003, she even filed a court, filed in court to try and have Roe v. Wade overturned, but was very unsuccessful. One of the reasons why it was very unsuccessful is because the money that they're making off of the babies. They're, 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 right now, um, I have another post, and again, you can go to those posts on my Facebook just to see what's being said. Um, I have another post where it talks about how they're selling the baby body parts on the black market now. And so in the scriptures, it talks about the love of money the love of money is the root of all evil. It's the love of it because when you love it, when you love that money, you'll do anything to love anything. And as I watch, as I watch our political people on the, you know, on the screen, and they are so gung ho, they are so happy. There is no sadness. I don't see any sadness because they're making that money. They love that money. They're pocketing that money selling the baby body parts, the pancreas, the liver, everything. But we're going to overthrow Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade will be overthrown. They will turn it back. 
And I began to look into, we need a real cutthroat attorney. We need a cutthroat attorney that will go out. And, and, and I was just looking at, I took it, I took it up a year of legal secretary before. And I'm looking, I was looking at some of how it was made. They have really distorted how they're using the abortion now. It was never really meant for you to abort for anything. It was only, you know, to protect a woman's life. Okay? But my thing is for them to overturn Roe v. Wade and make legal, make illegal, rather, abortion, that they kill no baby because each baby has a purpose and have a life. God began to show me, God began to show me how a baby actually really was made. And if you could just imagine in your mind when two people come together and they have sex, okay? And what comes out of the man, what comes out of, out of the man that says about 6,000 sperm cells, 6,000 sperm. And each of those sperms are running and they're racing toward that one woman egg. And I wanted to really speak to the women. And you know, you have people that's here today that feel like, you know, I, this, what's the need of me living? Or what's, what, what, what is my life is worth? I, I feel like I'm worth nothing. But when God began to show me the 6,000 sperms and only one of them kissed the egg, and then that means all 5,999 sperms died. God began to show me then. He said, everyone that is, because it takes God to breathe life into that woman's womb, even for that one, that, that one sperm to penetrate that egg and that life coming there, it still takes the breath of God to, to come into that woman's womb. And so with that, God began to show me. He began to show me the, 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 the detailed, intricate, intricate ways of how a baby is actually born and how important that one sperm, out of 6,000, that one sperm, out of those 5,999 that died, only one sperm made it to the egg and that egg became a living soul when God breathed the breath of life into that egg. And when God began to show me that, he began to allow me to know that every person that has been, that has, that has, that has come, that has become a child, that is formed in that woman's womb, they're important because he, before they was even formed in their mother's womb, they were all in the womb of God. And he was letting me know, he said, he said they have purpose. Every one of them have purpose. And I'm saying this in order for the women, our precious, precious women. You, ladies, you are so important. Before President Trump won the election, before, before, months before he even got up there to win that election, God spoke to me. And he spoke to me and he told me this, and I mentioned it to my, um, my assistant and my daughter. And, and he told me, he said, um, he said, what you need to do after this election, you need to start preparing to build women's homes for pregnant women, not shelters, but a woman's home for pregnant women. 
And then he be, and, and I remember looking up toward him and I said, well, wait a minute. I said, God, in order for that to come about, because I understood Hillary. God had me praying for Hillary ever since 2001 when her husband was coming out. I didn't understand why. He just told me, he said, pray against Hillary because she was going to run for president. I didn't understand that. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't even think I was uh, um, a, a, a voter then. I, I, I don't even think I was. But so I've always prayed. I, I've done, I obeyed God, and I was prayed. Because, I mean, I did, and after, after um, during the time of President Obama, that's when I found out how strong she was on um, abortion. I'm like, wait a minute. So, and then that's when I began to put the two and two together. But let me tell you something. God began to tell me to, to start building the women's home for pregnant women. And I began to look, and I, had, and I told God, I said, God, I said, that means President Trump has to win. And I, and I looked, and I told my daughter, and I told my sister, I said, y'all, remind me to tell y'all something God told me after this election is, is um, done. Okay? So I want, I want the women to know that God, God didn't allow you to be aborted because you're still here. And what you need to understand is how much God loves you. God allows you to have life. In order for us to overturn Roe v. Wade, we're going to need everybody on board here. We're going to need everybody on board. And it's good. We need to be educated. We need to, be, we need to understand what's really going on. There was a time way back in the past where, where they talked about that, 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 that the baby was nothing but a piece of blob. And it wasn't nothing but just a piece of blob, and which was a lie. No, it was a baby. And, they, and, and, and then they had other things about, well, they don't feel. Them babies feel. They feel. They have feelings. God put feelings in them. And so now here we are. We're at the place that Roe v. Wade is getting ready to be overturned. And if you notice how I'm speaking it, I'm speaking it like it is going to happen. Because that's the, one of the things that we have to do, prophesy it. Declare it, decree it. I was so struck, and I know nothing but the Holy Spirit spoke to me at that time. It was so strong on me last year, February the 1st. I have a post, and for some reason, God told me to date it. And I put the date down at the bottom 2 1 18. And, and, and on it, it was a decree that Roe v. Wade will be overturned. But what God is showing me. In order for us to overturn it, we need the right things in place. We need the people to educate themselves to really understand what this is going, what's going on. What many people don't understand, it did not start with Margaret Sanger that started Planned Parenthood back 100 years ago. Last year was 100 years um, of Planned Parenthood. Over 7 billion babies. 7 billion babies. I mean, I, I could really go on, on, on more and more right there. But seven billion, over 7 billion babies out of 100 years was lost. Maybe somebody in there that could cure cancer, high blood, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease. Maybe they were one of those babies. But we know we, lost, we, lost, we, we have lost a lot of generations. While I'm right there, I want to talk about the black women. What I read about the black women, 
And so I need to cry out to you. I need you to stop aborting the babies. Because when I read the statistics, the statistics says in the United States, there's 63% white, white women. Well, it's 63% white people. There's only 14 little percent of black people. There was years ago, over 10 years ago, well over 10 years ago, where the black people were second in the nation. Okay, they were second in the nation, but now we're third. And when I looked at the statistics of their percentage amount of abortions with the white women and the black women, the black women had almost just as much, and we only 14% now, had just as much as abortions as the white women. And I cried. All I could do was just cry. I said, no. And then the Holy Ghost spoke and told me, he said, Sarah, he said, those abortions. I'm talking about black folks right now. A lot of Christian black women aborting the babies. And then when I looked at the statistics, because the Latinos was like 17% here. They've already, they, they've already passed us. But if you go back and you compare, because I, 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 feel, I feel there's a need to be educated, because I don't feel the burden. There's got to come a burden for the babies. The babies, the unborn babies, the ones that's in the womb. There's got to become a burden and a repentance. For them. Last year, God helped us to have in September, September on Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah. The new year and, and, and the fast, the 10 day fast on, the, on, on uh, Rosh Hashanah and the new year, Yom Kippur, the Jewish new year, the Jewish holidays. And while I'm right there, let me just say this I'm going to throw this out there. How many know that God is not on the Gregorian calendar? He's on his own calendar that he made for the Jews. And that's the one I'm on. But we had, we had that repentance on that last day of Rosh Hashanah, which was the 18th of September. And then we dedicated, we dedicated the babies that, that, that had already been aborted. Do you know when they abort the babies, they don't have a funeral for them? They cut those babies up and they throw them in the trash or either they throw them somewhere to be incinerated or they just discard them like they're nothing. Those are human beings that God, that God came when the husband and the wife or the man and the woman came together. And, 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 and when they had the sex and that baby was insisted in there and that Baby was born because God took the breath of life in that child, in that womb. As microscopic as you could possibly see, God put the breath of life in that child because God has a plan for everybody. He said we're fearfully and wonderfully made. He has a plan for every one of us. And I'm crying out to the women. I'm crying out to the women. See, really, truly, you want to know the truth of it? The abortion clinics are not the, the main problem. The laws have not been the main problem. They help the situation in their favor. But the real, 
the, the real root of the problem is the women. Because if not one woman desires or wants or can be tricked or be too scared or are thinking about their career or or, or, or or feeling like I can't afford this baby, if not one of those women desire to get an abortion, the abortion clinics would close up. So God began to show me the root. And sometimes to overturn Roe v. Wade is a help. It's a help for the women to realize I cannot abort this baby legally anymore because it gave a legal right for them to abort a baby. And what God wants to do, he wants to over, He wants that, that law overturned. The scripture talks about, it says, when a nation forget God, God will turn them into hell. God will turn them into hell, and we do not want any more cries for these babies, the blood of these babies. We don't want any more cries. God, you know what? The blood of one person, the blood of Abel, back in the beginning in Genesis, the blood of Abel was so important to God that he asked Cain, what have you done? And I'm paraphrasing, but what have you done? Your brother blood cried. He cried out from the ground. In other words, God was saying he's crying out for vengeance because Cain had slew his brother Abel. How much more is God going to allow the United States and any other nation? to continue aborting these babies. Nancy Pelosi just recently uh, um, instituted, tried to, tried to institute a bill, and I believe President Trump rejected it, that she wanted to have abortion worldwide and wanted the United States to pay for it. They had it all on television. But God is going to overturn Roe v. Wade. How are we going to get Roe v. Wade overturned? I'm going to tell you. We're going to prophesy it. We're going to declare it. We're going to decree it. Most of all, we're going to repent. The, 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 the meeting that we had last year, it was a repentance. It was the national day of repentance for abortion. So we repented for all the nations. I have, a, I have a, um, a DVD that shows all 203 nations. It's a quiet DVD, but it, it, every few seconds, it flashes the nation. We went into prayer. We, we, we didn't just go into prayer just for those two days. We had been in prayer to pray for repentance for the nations of the world. In India, they, they, they don't want to see a baby girl. They kill baby girls. They only want boys. They only want boys to live. And I'm like, God, give me the babies. Give me the babies, God. Somebody needs to stand in, in, in the gap for these babies. My name is Sarah. And Sarah in the Bible, she was a mother of nations. And God has made this name a right for me. My mother, my, my biological mother, she named me Sarah because her name was Sarah because our birthdays were three days apart. 
My mom had 18 children. There's 13 of us still living. I'm like eight from the bottom. And number eight means new beginning. So I'm crying out to you. We continue, continue to repent. Repent daily for these babies. When Israel, God told Israel, God, God told the Jewish people, God prophesied to Abraham, he said the people were going to go into bondage for 400 years. When they got ready to exodus them, do you know it was 430 years? They stayed in bondage 30 extra years. And somebody might ask, say, why? Because I, I asked God, I said, God, well, why? God said, because nobody interceded. And then finally talked about how they, how they mourned. They began to cry out to God for deliverance. They didn't have enough wisdom. After they seen themselves multiplying and getting more and stronger and stronger, but Pharaoh had more wisdom than they did. Because Pharaoh said, he looked, he looked, he said, they, 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 there's more, there's more of them. They're multiplying. And then that's when he started the hard taskmasters, putting taskmasters over them, ruling them. That was never meant. It's never been meant for, 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 the, for the women to abort the babies. It didn't, it didn't just start with Planned Parenthood. It didn't start with Roe v. Wade. It started way back in the Old Testament, in close to the beginning of time. But it was never the will of God. They used to, they used to offer their babies to the to this, 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 this God, this statue called Molich. That was not the will of God. God has cried out for the innocent blood. If we don't get it together, I know other nations need it. I, 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 you know, I understand that other nations, that some of them are doing almost maybe worse than we are, but the blood is still on the hands of those nations. And God wants a righteous, God wants a righteous, a righteous nation in order for him to bless it. And I, I begin to pray, and God has sent us a deliverer. Our deliverer is President Trump right now. Our deliverer is President Trump. God's going to use him. Thank God Hillary did not get it because she would have took abortion on an all-time high. She grabbed Governor Comohan, Comohan, and, 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 and when I seen the picture, I said she was in back of it. She's been in back of abortion on every set. They're making money. They're making billions of dollars off of these baby parts. But God put President Trump in there to intercept all this, all this evil. And he's going to be a help and getting this delivered. The next thing that we need to do, that we need to understand is we need righteous officials. We need to know, we, we need to have righteous judges. Righteous, righteous political people. We need to have people that's going to stand up that can make the laws. Okay? We have the Senate, we have Congress, we have the Supreme Court justice, we have governors, we have judges here. We need people in the place in order for that, in order so that we can pray. We can pray that God will break the back of the devil. And even and even if 
even if they are not in the right political realm for it, God can still touch their hearts and they can go forth. So we need the right steps, the right solutions, but we have to pray it, saints. This is the reason why I have to continue because I'm an intercessor. I have an intercessory prayer ministry. We have to pray this thing. We have to pray it. There are evil altars that they have built years ago, ancient evil altars. That they built, that blood sacrifices for this to keep on going. You have, you, you, you have, you have satanic doctors and, and nurses. So I'm saying that God showed me something. Make sure whoever you send to the hospital, whoever that is sent, that is pregnant and you're ready to have that baby, please send somebody with them. Send somebody with your, 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 your daughter uh, um, um, that's having that baby. Because those nurses, those nurses will kill your baby up in there. If they see they got a good heart, they find they, good blood, whatever. They will kill those babies and say, you know, he just died. They'll give him a shot and he's going to kill him. And this is what I see. So make sure whoever goes up there with that pregnant woman, that they're awake all the time and they got their eye on that baby and they're not doing anything that ain't got no business doing to that baby. Matter of fact, I think now you, the baby can come into the mom's room and stay in the mom's room. So make sure, because I've seen that in the spirit, that you got doctors. These, the devil has gotten so busy, and, he's, and, and it's, things are so evil. They're, 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 giving, they're giving permission for nurses to, um, to, to, to abort the babies as well as the doctors now. They're putting that in law. So you got to watch over your babies, those that are listening to this. We need right Church officials, we need the churches need to repent. Back when Margaret Sanger um, started Planned Parenthood, do you know she went to the black pastors? And this is all you can Google everything I'm saying. She went to the black pastors and asked them to help her help her to abort the babies. One of Margaret Sanger's main main purpose was to exterminate the black race. I, I put another post up that says PBS is in, they're investigating the black genocide. Now I'm not I'm not prejudiced, okay? Because I had someone someone on the Facebook say well, it was more than just the black. I, I understand that it is more than just the black, okay? But there is a there is a thing there is an assignment with the enemy to kill mainly the black race, and they don't care how they kill them. So let me get off of that right now because I have so much, uh, so many other things I can say on that. But one of the biggest ways that they're killing them now is they're getting the black women. They put the, they put the Planned Parenthood, all those, those abortion clinics, they put them in like more urban areas, close to, close to the urban areas so they be so easy to go in there and make that decision and go in there and get hurt and get it done and go and work. But we need to, we need to continue with God in repentance. For these babies, we need to say it, not just pray it, okay? There's a thing when you speak the word of God and you say it by faith and you know that God hears you. And then we need to praise God and give him thanksgiving. This is how we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. We're going to pray that God will give a burden in the church 
a burden with the people in order so that they can that they can cry out to God. They can repent. There's women that will be listening to this that you need to repent that have aborted babies maybe years ago. And you've gone on with your life. I want you to understand that there are different things. It's just it's more than, you know, there's more happening after the baby is aborted. It starts a generational curse on your family line. And you wonder why things are happening that are so unusual. People dying too early because you, you placed a curse on the family line. You started a curse by aborting the baby. And then most of them have covered it up. They haven't told anyone. They haven't told anyone at all. Praise God. But this is, this is what we want to do. We want, we want to rise up in prayer. We want to repent for the, for, for the bloodshed. So that God will keep their wrath of his wrath off of us. And as the other nations are listening to this, you do the same. Pray that God will put the right president or kings or wherever, wherever you're at, pray that God will put the right ones in there. That does not want to the innocent bloodshed of the baby being aborted in the womb. Ask God to put political people, judges, Supreme Court judges. Bring them out. The Senate, the Congress, the mayor, the governor, bring them out. God place in righteous Senate, righteous Congress, righteous uh, uh, mayors, righteous governors, righteous Supreme Court judges. We bind the evil rulers. We have to bind that enemy. There's a stronghold in it. We have to bind it. And in many cases, everybody, in many cases, it's going to take a deliverer. It's going to take a deliverer. God had to send Eve. God had to send Moses to Egypt to deliver the people and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And not just Trump, we all can be deliverers. You cry out to God. You know God hears you. Jesus said, I know he hears me. He hears me always. You know God hears you. Cry out to him and ask God to deliver. And then ask God to help us build, help us build the women's homes. Because a lot of women, when this rope, when, when, uh, uh, when Ruby Wade is overturned, there's going to be a lot of women. Guess what they're going to be doing? They're gonna want to. They're gonna want to. They're gonna want to get um uh, um abortion, and they're not gonna have no place to go, and that's where my heart goes out. They're not gonna have any place to go. They may be, they, they may even get thrown out of home. Their boyfriend or husband or whoever might not want them anymore. Some boyfriends when you got they got pregnant they they don't even want you no more because they were only there to use you. But God, I want you to know that God loves you. God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for your soul. He loves you. And I want the women to know that God loves you. Even if you have already aborted a baby, he still loves you. 
And he wants to forgive you, but you need to ask for it. You need to ask for God, please forgive me. And a true repentance, a real true repentance, is when you repent of what you've done with in mind that you're never going to do it again. There's many options. There's many options other than just to kill the baby and shed that innocent blood. God wants you to come. God wants you to come boldly to his throne. He wants you to get healed. There's many areas in women's emotions when they go through this. They're emotional. They don't come out. Some of them don't ever come out. Some of them don't ever come out. But we don't want you to be like that. We want you to get deliverance. We want you to know that we love you. We're going to eventually set up some, um, there, are other, there are other places where you can go. There are other places right now where you can go. A woman's choice is a great place. And they are, I believe they're um, uh, all over the United States. And I'm saying this because I know maybe all of everybody's not going to be hearing that right now. So we're saying it for you to uh, you can, uh, information. Spread the information. Let them know that God loves them. Even though they sin, God still loves them and God wants to forgive them. But you're going to need some healing. You're going to need a little bit of help. And while we got our arms open wide, if you, if even, even, if, even if you don't want the baby, God has another solution other than aborting that baby. He has another solution where that baby can get taken care of and loved and very much loved. Praise God. So we, we, we want you to understand that we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. God's going to allow that to happen. But when, you, when that does happen, we need to be ready because there's going to be a lot of women. A lot of women, they're going to need place to go. A lot of women, they're going, to need, they're, they're going to need counseling. A lot of women, and we can't turn them away. We cannot turn them away. Church, we cannot turn the women away. You cannot look down on the women because of their situation. You cannot down them because of their situation. I'm talking to the church right now. The time that you pull up your bootstraps and come up to the mark of where you're supposed to be at, we have to have love. We, got, we must have love. We must love the women. You talk about outreach, that's an outreach right there. Pray and ask God for a program to help these women. Just the idea of knowing that they're doing the abortion, just, just that alone lets you know there's a need. There's a need that nobody else hasn't seen. And if they have seen, they haven't voiced it. Have you prayed about it? Pray for our women everywhere. And that's in every, I mean, it's all overseas, overseas as well. But listen, you know, right now, we're talking about the United States. Right now, we have, we have 50 states here. And you need, you, we need, we need homes, we need counseling sessions, and we need arms of love. Don't talk about them. Love them. Love these women. They need your love. It's love that's what's going to bring them totally out. And they need, 
They need to be loved. Many of them, especially if their boyfriend or whatever, have, have, have rejected them. Many of them need that love. They need to be loved. They need your arms around them. And they need to hear you say, listen, I love you. Jesus loves you. I love you. Because we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, and then there's going to be a cry, and there's going to be a need from the women. They're going to need the church. They're going to need people to love them. Praise God. Praise God. I do want to announce this. I thank God for, for just information. Because we're in a day and age that we need some information. People don't even like to read. We have to learn to continue to read. On next week, next Saturday, we're having a 12-hour National Day of Strategic Prayer for expecting moms and unborn and, and their unborn baby. We have this National Day. I, you know, I don't know why I called it National. I knew, I knew it was supposed to be just for the United States. Um, but we do have other of the people that are they're praying right now, of the nations that are praying right now for this. And it's going to be a double, I call it a double hitter, because we want it Facebook Live and conference calling. So it will be conference calling. We'll be on the phone in front of the Facebook Live. And we're really looking for God to really uh, pull this off. And we want you to join us. It's for 12 straight hours. 12 straight hours from 9 in the morning to Saturday, February the 16th, 9 in the morning to 9 at night. To 9 at night. Praise God. The year, I think it was 2016 or 2017, we had 25 hours of prayer for every state in this nation. 50 states. 50, and every 30 minutes, we prayed for a different state, and we went alphabetically. I was literally delirious, delirious because I had to stay awake all 25 hours. But I was literally delirious, but we prayed it. We prayed, and we prayed, and again, we repented, and we bound the works of the devil. So we, we're, not, we're not just starting this. We have done a little bit of groundwork. And now I, I really believe that we're at, we're, at, we're at the cup of it pouring over the road we wave to have that overturned. But next Saturday, I'm asking you to join us. Uh, right now, oh, goodness. I just thought about the phone number. Okay, the phone number is on my phone. But if you go on my, um, if you go on my, on my Facebook, you'll see the phone number. Matter of fact, I see the phone number right here. Lock this phone number in. There is a code, okay? But the phone number, the conference phone call is 641-715-0632. This is next Saturday, February the 16th, 12 straight hours. Each hour is a strategic prayer. Okay, we're praying for the women, we're also praying for the baby, but we're also praying for our political, some of our political areas in order that, that, that we, we really base this thing with prayer and that we allow God to know that we're serious. We need your help, God. 
And that particular, um, this, uh, February the 16th, that, this Saturday, a week from um, Saturday, is the National Day of Strategic Prayer for Expecting Moms and Unborn Babies. We're going to call forth those babies uh, um, lives. We're going to call them forth. Praise God. God is going to move. Let me repeat that number. The conference call for next Saturday, 641-715-0632. If you end up seeing the, um, the post, if, 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 or even if you need it, you can, you can, um, you can text me. You can inbox me. But if you see that post, I will eventually put, I just don't want all the witches. We're praying against the witches and stuff right now. <laughs> so they won't be trying to come on the line and they try to fill the line up. Okay? So, because um, I don't have the code on there right now. I have the code, but I don't have it on there. But the number again is 641-715-0632. Okay? And then there will be a code and then with the pound, the pound after that. Praise God. So I want you to join us. If you're not able to join us, join us for 50. If you're a real intercessor and you love to pray, um, um, look me up. Look me up and, um, and, um, and if you want to pray at least 15 minutes, one, if you want to pray one of those hours, um, we do have like a strategic outline that shows you what each hour we're going to be praying. And if you want to pray 15 minutes or half an hour, you're welcome to come in on that and you're welcome to pray. But I need to know what hour you're going to do. So you need to contact me. Okay? You need to contact me. Again, my name is Sarah Ash. On Facebook, it's S-A-R-A-H. Ash is A-S-H-E. The E is silent. Ash. A-S-H-E. That's the National Day of Strategic Prayer for the, um, the baby and the, and, and the expecting mom. I thank God for this opportunity. I praise God for what he's doing. And, 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 and I know, I, I, I do know that God is, he's pushing this forward. The Holy Spirit, the angels of God, they're pushing it forth. And we're going to see that happen. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. I'm already rejoicing because it's going to be a great day. I'm going to give this back into the hands of the prophet. Um, prophet Paul. Bless you. Bless you. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, Praise God. Thank you so much for imparting knowledge, imparting um, revelation. You know, um, there's so much manipulation that is happening on the airways, you know, where you said that a lot of people are not even picking up books any longer. And that is so true. We are so dependent um, on the television. We are so dependent on entertainment. But it is that same entertainment that is manipulating us. And we are beginning uh, to have our lives, our emotions, and our families guided by this manipulation to the point where, yeah. I mean, who's praying? It has to be somebody's praying. I mean, it has to be somebody praying. You know, that's why Trump was elected. You know, so the Lord yeah. said, enough is enough. But again, Apostle, there's so much manipulation that the church, even the church, will fight 
a move of God because they don't understand what God is doing. So unknowing to them, they would take sides with the witches. And this is the church, y'all. This is the people that decree the name of Jesus. They would take sides with the witches in order to bring mm. the man of God down, in order to bring the president down. But he's the only president that is standing up uh, for what God hates. You know, so it's, it's time for the church to do away with all the movies, the uh, television, the telephone, the entertainment. And it's time to go back uh, to that place, the chambers, you know, where we're spending hours and hours in prayer, where we're just reading the word of God, you know, and that's one of my prayers. And it is, you know, God, do not stop sharing your heart. So these issues uh, that the church want to, you know, they want to skip over. They don't really want to deal with it, you know. So tonight the Lord chose by way of Apostle Ash to bring it to the forefront so we can talk about it, you know. Yes. So, wow. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to stand in the gap. We're going to intercede. And that's yeah. what it's all about. It's about saving lives because this is what Satan is doing. He's killing destinies. You know, he's trying to yeah. find a way to save himself, save his life, save his own self, save his kingdom from being frustrated because he knows that these stars that he's eliminating are bright and that most of these stars that the Lord are putting here are being sent here to destroy his kingdom. So we made it, you know, and Satan had an attack out on each and every one of us, even the listeners, mm -hmm. but we made it, you know, and it's time for us to do something, um, something different, Apostle. So yeah. before we um, end, uh, what do you see the Lord doing within the next one to three years? I'm sorry, say that again? Mm -hmm. Before we end. What do you see the Lord uh, doing within the next uh, three years? Wow, you do what have to ask that. God, your question changed me. Um, if it's uh, God gave me something about the next um, two to three years, and, and for some reason, it's not coming to my mind. Okay, but I, I, I do see. I, I do see that God is he, he's gonna he's gonna raise up some real people, some serious minded people. There are gonna there, there will be churches built. There'll be churches built um, um to house the people because the people the people are gonna come in. Okay? Mm -hmm. They will be coming in. The people are gonna come in. But the ones that's going to come in, and there's going to be a lot of churches that are going to shut down. And I'm going to tell you why they're going to shut down. There's not going to be miracle signs or wonders um, being wrought in those areas. And then the churches that are really called by God, because you have a lot of churches that, that, that they're not called. You know, that you, have, you have some people that are excellent in administration. Mm -hmm. So some people know how to raise money real good. You know, and they're excellent in certain other areas, but God, and even though God has called them, he didn't send them. 
Mm-hmm. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. Many are called, but few are chosen. So the God is going to raise up the church. When the, when, the, when, the, when the word of God talked about his word being all over the earth, the church is going to rise to a position. Within the next three years, you're going to see mega churches built. Mm. And I know people looking like, well, we don't, we, we don't, we don't need no, no mega church. Or we don't, yeah. You know what? Solomon didn't need all that, but he had. <laughs> the earth is the Lord's. I like to say it like this. The earth is my daddy's and the fullness thereof. And whatever we need, whether it's a jet plane, and, we, and, and listen, listen, because God will give us some wisdom in finance. When he, talk, when he, when he talk, spoke to Cyrus in um, Isaiah 45, there, there are still hidden riches in secret places. And with the call of some of your lives, you're going to need a jet plane. You're not going to be able to go on a commercial plane because you're going to need to get there sooner. Oh, help me. But God is raised, he is going to raise up the church. The church is going to be raised up just the way he said it, he wanted it in the Bible, without a spot or wrinkle. Amen. Amen. It's going to happen. <laughs> yes. It's going to and, happen. And, oh, let me say this here because I heard, I heard my second daddy say this. He said, in the church, I mean, the world is going to be jealous. Just like back during the time when, when Israel had so much, the Philistines envied them. They're going to be envious of the church, and people are going to come running to the church because the miracle signs and wonders are going to be wrought, real ones. So, okay. Wow. I mean, look, I'm preparing for it. Amen. You know, I'm preparing for it. I'm so loud. And... I'm just so glad we connected. I'm so honored. Amen. So, people of God, we we spoke about abortion, and this is pretty much us wrapping it up. But we spoke about abortion, and the Lord, He's willing. You know, He's a forgiving God. But there's something that travels with abortion, and mm-hmm. the definition for abort, where is it? It is to bring to premature death you know so anything that is supposed to become a blessing to you will be aborted just because of the spirit of abortion any good thing that is in line for you will be aborted so this is why deliverance is very very important so now we can deal with the spiritual aspects of abortion and that the Holy Spirit will be able to remove um, the spirit of abortion from your life. Also, I did get a uh, message, Apostle Ash. So we have a young lady, I'm assuming for Saturday. Um, People of God, if you need uh, some deliverance, Apostle Ash can be found on Facebook as I believe Sarah Ash, friend her, um, inbox her. Your host, uh, Prophet Paul McGill, can be found again on Facebook at Paul R. McGill. Friend me. Uh, go into my e- my inbox. If you need deliverance, 484-218-1683. 
That is 484-218-1683. And we will pray with you. I don't care how long it takes. We will pray with you. So people of God, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. This concludes our conversation tonight on overturning Roe versus Wade. God bless you. Praise God. God bless you.